All right, everybody. How you doing? It's News Debate. I am Lee. Good to have you with me. A little bit later than I would have liked, which is often, unfortunately, uh, the case with the show. Boo me. Boo Lee. But uh, we're live now. We got a fun topic, so I would love to hear from you either on YouTube.com, Twitch.tv slash News Debate, or Twitter.com slash News Debate. You can send me text messages. I will see those. A little case of the sniffles today. Also, live over on Spoon, where you can send me text messages and also call into the show. Live on CastBox, where, hey, friend of the show, Nick's joining me. Nick, everybody else on CastBox, you can call into the show. Also, send me text messages. Be like Nick, everybody. Throw me $1, $5, or $10 a month at patreon.com slash newsdebate, patreon.com slash N-E-W-Z debate. Also live over on my Discord server. You can get to Discord by visiting bit.ly slash N-E-W-Z debate, bit.ly slash news debate. Send me text messages, jump in the audio simulcast room where you can listen to the show. Also raise your hand and I'll throw you up to the stage where we have friend of the show, Brianna, is listening via Discord. Brianna joined uh, the Discord server about 24 hours ago. So, Brianna, I'm going to go ahead and right-click you and say invite to speak. So if you accept that, you'll be thrown up to the stage. Also live now over on Asteria, where you can leave me voice messages that I'll play and everyone will hear. And then finally, I'm live in the House of Clubs, Clubhouse, where you can raise your hand, request to speak, and I will go ahead and let you do that. It is News Debate coming at you live uh, you can uh, watch the show afterwards on YouTube, on Twitch, also Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Go to bit.ly slash newsdebate for all those links. Let's get to it. If you're following me on YouTube, Twitch, or Twitter, you see my awesome visuals right now. I'm testing out this and probably going to tell you more about it a little bit later. But for now, it's a little bit of a secret, still a bit of a work in progress. Will you be getting a flu shot anytime soon? That's for the topic for today. And if you're watching on YouTube or Twitch, you are now getting a faceful, <laughs> that's a weird way to put it, of an article from NPR that explains what to do, why you need the flu shot, and yes, you do need the flu shot. That's also posted on my Discord server at bit.ly slash newsdebate if you want to follow along on your end. So very quickly, I'll read this article because as is the case, sometimes I get a little carried away. People want to get their opinions heard, and then we never get to the actual article itself. So I'm going to go ahead and start off with the article and then I'll take your questions, and then the news debateness, if you will, will begin. I want to say hi to a few people once again. Brianna over on Discord, uh, my patreon.com slash newsdebate supporter, Chuckles. MC Funk was over there a moment ago. I'm sure he had to go drop a deuce or something, and then he's going to join us again later on the show. I want to say hi to James Buckland over on Stereo. Secret Agent Carmichael. How you doing, old friend? How you doing? Uh, joining us over on uh, Stereo, would love to hear from anybody. From NPR, with all the talk about COVID-19 vaccines and boosters, it's easy to forget that there's another respiratory virus poised to strike. Thanks, NPR. Yes, it's that familiar winter nemesis, the flu. Jesus, this is, <laughs> what is this write-up? And there are vaccines to help ward it off, but also misinformation and fears circulating quote we've been concerned about vaccine fatigue 
and that people will be confused about whether or when they need the flu shot and not very eager to once again roll up their sleeve, says Dr. William Schaffner. Almost William Shatner, almost, but no, Schaffner, medical director of the National Foundation of Infectious Diseases. That's a thing, really. We need a National Foundation of Infectious Diseases? Well, now we know why. Flu is a nasty virus and worth protecting against, he says, quote, two reasons make getting vaccinated against the flu the wise choice. I need some of that pan flute, like Asian um, kung fu movie, like when they lay the uh, the really important information. First, it's been proven year after year that you're in better shape to fight off the flu if you get the vaccine. Second, by getting vaccinated against the flu, you help protect the people around you. It's true, people. The more you know. Here's the guide to getting yourself vaccinated against another potentially fatal virus. Yeah, this was the original fatal virus we had to worry about during (laughs) certain times of the year. Back in the day when we just had the one that we had to worry about. Now there's a couple. Uh, So this is like a question answer thing from NPR. I heard the flu essentially disappeared last year. Do I really need a flu shot this year? That's a good question. I just want to jump around and make sure no one's raising their hand. Once again, Brianna, if you know how to unmute yourself, I know this was a problem you had last show. Uh, It looked like you were trying to unmute yourself, but your audio wasn't working. This is just a thing with Discord. You have to get it to work on your end, but you're up on the stage, so you can throw in at any time. I'm guessing I know what you're going to say since you're anti-COVID. Let me know if you can hear me. I can hear you, Brianna. There it is. Okay. The the magic has worked. Hearing that beautiful voice. Really quickly, what do you think about this flu stuff? Are you on board or is this nonsense? Well, I can consolidate. Okay, I'm getting feedback. Is that normal? Uh, you should not be. Uh, <laughs> do you have headphones in? I do not. That uh, that's might, okay. okay. That might be why, yeah. Okay, so I my answer for not getting the COVID shot is the same for the flu shot. Um, so I just don't feel like they're threatening for me um, or most, you know, healthy individuals, um, and they're not going anywhere. So. If I get the flu or COVID, I know I'm just going to feel bad for a while and fight it and get the get the real antibodies and uh, memory cells, plasma B cells, stuff like that. Um, so that's kind of how I feel about it. Um, now, what your argument was, which was a very interesting argument about doing what's for the greater good. Yeah, this is from um, yesterday's I, show, which is available on my YouTube account, my Twitch account, also my podcast. So go to bit.ly slash news debate if you want to listen to the show we did around this time yesterday. Continue, Brianna. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, um, I think that kind of is interesting. Um, it gets more into like ethical stuff. But now I am putting myself first. I'm only looking out for myself. And that's what I, I love. People- Even though I disagree with you, I love that you're honest. Right. Feel free to be honest. <laughs> yeah. And I think people should take their own precautions. There's going to be new things every every day. Um, but like for me and my family, um, I, like I said, I just grew up in a different time. I understand how the immune system works and I'm not worried about getting COVID or dying from it. Um, and you got to remember, yes, um, it's, I'm not saying it as like a smallpox or an anthrax or something deadly like that. To me, I see it as just getting a cold or a flu, you know, COVID, 
I don't think it's deadly to me. I think, yeah, it can be to some people, but that's more of like a complication. Like you can get pneumonia from any sickness that affects your, your lungs potentially. So, um, yeah, I'm not getting the vaccines or the shots because um, it's what's right for me. And I'm only concerned with what's right for me. <laughs> Looking out for number yeah. one, numero uno, <laughs> numero uno. All right. So, Brianna. Uh, appreciate that. That's a little bit more uh, of a deep um, message from you than what we heard last time because, once again, you were having problems with Discord, so it's great to get that extra information. I want to follow up on one thing. You mentioned, uh, well, yeah, so first of all, of course, you're, you're completely ignoring the whole like helping other thing, other people thing, but I get that. You explained why. Um, so you say getting immunity. Um, Science shows, so you can disagree, but you're wrong. Science shows that you have stronger immunity after getting the Pfizer or the Moderna vaccine or the Johnson & Johnson vaccine than you do actually having COVID-19 and then getting over it. Are you aware of that fact? Um, I'm not aware of that, and I have not read up on it, and I honestly don't know if I believe that fact just because me personally I don't feel that always doctor knows best and the CDC and FDA have their own opinions which is totally fine um, but I don't believe in that I believe that if I do the workout and I make my muscle do the work that's going to be more effective than hooking my body up to one of those machines that like shakes me around do you, does that make sense sure but um, it's not really an apples to apples comparison i get what you're trying oh, to say okay. but I, I i don't know that it works here but i do understand what you're trying to say like you know oh. why don't you go out and work and work out and build muscle and burn fat rather than getting liposuction that would be another way to to say it but um yes. while you don't have to agree the data doesn't care you know science doesn't care whether mm -hmm. or not you believe in it so all of the science, and I, and I don't mean most of the science, I mean all of the science, not from just America, but everywhere else, shows that if mm -hmm. you get COVID-19 and just, let's say you're asymptomatic or just, you know, you have a sore throat, you know, nothing, nothing big, right? Um, first of mm -hmm. all, we don't know what that means later on. There are lots of worries that this is going to have long-term health effects for people who don't have a rough go at it, let alone people who do have a rough go at it. But aside from that, we'll just put that, you know, on the back burner for now. Science uh -huh. shows, and it's not debatable, science shows that getting the vaccine much higher protection than having, you know, your body fight it off. That being the case, it is true, and there's science out there that shows that sort of the best of both worlds would be you got COVID. You got over it. You had no symptoms or very low-level symptoms. And then shortly thereafter, you got your two shots. That would be like the most protection you could have. Now, they're not saying get COVID and then get vaccinated because that would be ridiculous. But if you find yourself having COVID and you get over that, that's the perfect time to then get vaccinated because you have your body's own you know, sort of recovery working for you, which is not nearly as effective as the vaccine, but it is something, right? And then you also have the power of the vaccine. That's what the data shows, just like the data shows that the two mRNA vaccines, so Pfizer and Moderna, are much more effective than Johnson & Johnson, which is a viral vector 
uh, shot. That's some inside baseball we don't have to get into. So the mRNA vaccines are better than Johnson & Johnson, but Johnson & Johnson is still much better than nothing, which is what you have right now. So I care about she seemed like a nice person. I'm a little surprised because you have, as you mentioned last show, an undergraduate degree in biology. You've worked as a nurse. Um, you're now doing like tele consulting, as we've talked about in a previous show from home. That's your gig, but you still fulfill that nursing role. Um, so it's surprising that you are so anti-vaccine. But I just want to make sure that we call a spade a spade. You're anti-vaccine because you're looking out for number one, and I can understand that. And second, you think that there might be some benefit by not getting vaccinated, but I just want to let you know that that is incorrect. I mean, there's not a single benefit that you can point to for getting uh, for not getting vaccinated other than, I guess this is something that's real, is that maybe if you feel that you're better off not getting vaccinated, that might actually have a calming effect on you as opposed to, you know, if you were forced because you were going to lose your job or like you, know, you were strapped down in some weird psycho situation okay. and they you know forced you to get the vaccine so i i just want to call a spade a spade you don't have a foot to stand on but at least you're honest you know you, you're you think you're looking out for number one and, and that's the decision that you've made yeah yeah i just don't think that i need it and um i'm using up less resources i've never had a covid test or a shot so um, I'd rather not use those up if there's someone else out there that wants to uh, use those resources as well. Well, so uh, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this because once again, I like you and I don't want to drag you through the mud, but you mentioned it. So I'll make a comment. Sure. Um, America has an embarrassment of riches right now. We're not running short on pretty much anything other than hospital beds. So don't think that you not getting a test is helping other people. Don't think that you not getting a vaccine is helping other people. Um, if you went into like a Walmart or a CVS or a Walgreens today, or I guess tomorrow, and you were like, yeah, give me that shot, you wouldn't be taking that from anybody. In fact, there probably would be no line. Um, I was spending time with family, as I've mentioned on the show a lot recently, for about five weeks. And I was really removed from my beloved Costco. So I had to go to Walmart a lot. Mm -hmm. And of course, Walmart has the pharmacy and they have those seats that they set out where you have to sit there for like 15 minutes or whatever after you get the shot. Uh, I only one time, I think, after going to Walmart, probably every couple of days for five weeks, I think I only saw people sitting there once. Um, they have the vaccines. People just don't want them. So for instance, you know, Japan, South Korea, Kasia is listening right now. Uh, she's one of my Patreon supporters at uh, patreon.com slash news debate. We'll hear from Kasia and then also perhaps dad to the bone. We got an embarrassment of riches over here on discord right now. Um, in New Zealand, Australia, these countries that have done very well with COVID, but unfortunately have not had the, the rollout for vaccinations that they would have hoped because they're just not getting a supply. They're catching up. I recently read that South Korea has surpassed America as in the percentage of the population that has received at least one shot. Total numbers, you know, America blows South Korea out of the water because South Korea is like 50 million and America is like 320 million. But a higher percentage of South Koreans now have gotten at least one shot compared to the U.S., even though the U.S. was like the first country that had the numbers to start actually vaccinating people. That's because in America, anyone who wanted to get a vaccine has already got it. In South Korea, 
they're like beating each other with baseball bats to try to get in Japan and New Zealand and Australia. So just want to be honest, Brianna, if you ever change your mind, if you wake up one day and you know what, I want to get the vaccine, it's your vaccine. These three best vaccines in the world, they came from American companies. I know it was a team effort and specifically Germany had a lot to do with it as well. But these are American companies there's a reason that these companies are American companies because we don't make them pay taxes. You know, we get them the government research grants. There's a reason why the three best vaccines came out of American companies, even though, yes, it can be said that it was somewhat of a global effort. So, Brianna, think about that. I'd love to have you change your mind. But you know what? I'm not worried about you because, once again, you could beat the shit out of me if you wanted to. You seem to be a very fit, healthy person. Um, but that's the problem is that there are people who probably don't need to worry about COVID too much. Um, I would say you might be one of them. Um, children usually do pretty well, uh, but now because school has started, they're, they're having some consequences of not having mask mandates in schools and people thinking we could go back to normal without, you know, having consequences during a pandemic. Um, but you know, (laughs) I think if you grew up in Japan if everything else was the same, I think you probably wouldn't have this anti-vaccination thing. I, th- I think this is unfortunately tried and true. Freedom isn't free. A piece of Americana. It's News Debate. I'm Lee coming at you live all over the place. Let's reset here. Live over on YouTube.com, Twitch.tv slash News Debate, Twitter.com slash News Debate. Also on Spoon, where you can send me text messages and call into the show. Also on CastBox, where you can send me text messages and call into the show. Over here on Discord as well, go to bit.ly slash News Debate, B-I-T dot L-Y slash N-E-W-Z Debate. Send me text messages in the general channel. Click on the audio simulcast room, and that will allow you to listen. Raise your hand. I'll throw you up on the stage where we have an embarrassment of riches right now we got kasia from the land down under in new zealand we got brianna who's uh, in georgia i believe and we got dad the bone who's in uh, the northeast in connecticut we'll hear from a couple more people in a moment also live over on the mean streets of stereo where you can leave me a voice message and we're over on the house of clubs clubhouse you can raise your hand and i'll throw you up as well uh let's jump over to kasia real quick kasia is my patreon supporter at patreon.com slash news debate you can give me one five or ten dollars a month would love to uh receive your money just going to be honest and uh no matter what you send me every month you go first that's one of the benefits that you get so casey i know that sometimes you work and you listen or whatever and you can't throw in but i'll go ahead and give you a few moments here do you have a a second to throw in thus far casey on the general covid19 vaccination disease discussion or what we're specifically talking about today which is will you get the flu vaccine Started reading this article from NPR. Didn't get very th- much through it yet, but we'll go back to it. Casey, do you have a moment to say hello? And that's why I preface it with Casey maybe not having a moment to say hello. <laughs> All right, Dad to the Bone, uh, you work security overnight, so you sometimes have a lot of time as you're driving around. Other times you're like going and beating people up. So you may or may not be able to throw in as well. Dad to the Bone, do you have any thoughts right now? Swing and a miss. Hey. <laughs> oh, hey, there's Dad from the hey. Bone. Yeah, what's up, Dad from the Bone? Well, sorry, I just had to fly it, swipe, that, uh, swipe it to the left there to unmute myself. No worries, man. Um, I know it's hard to use your phone when you're beating a shoplifter to death or something. So what's up with you, man? Yeah. 
Well, I got someone new to beat to death because I don't know if you saw on my Instagram, but my uh, Cadillac converter was cut off my car. Yeah, I, I did like that. I felt weird because on Instagram, unlike Facebook, they don't have the different options for you know feeling sad or feeling angry or so i just gave it a like but yeah that was that was a kick to the stones i was sorry to see that it it actually someone climbed under your car and like sawed it off it's like cut off yeah it was a good picture okay pipe wrench and sliced it right off and left and it was unfortunately it was in a garage which is protected by my company so i'm gonna do some investigation but that's Wait, time out. Your car was not just outside. It was in a garage protected by your company. That means one of your a-hole coworkers stole it, right? Uh, no, but they, well, I don't want to say they weren't doing their job because they have a couple different positions to worry about. So it's not like they could be where they sh- could have caught, stopped somebody for the, from that. So, but I'm going to look and make sure they were doing their job correctly. But I, I'm not going to assume they weren't because most of the people that I have working for me are pretty trustworthy and they do their job the right way. So things even happen when you do your job the right way. Yeah, but I'm just I'm gonna have to start following Connecticut news though now because uh, I feel like I'm gonna read a headline that's like uh, Connecticut security guard kills three you know coworkers over catalytic converter theft. But all right, so. Sorry to hear about that. Best of luck to you in the investigation. Dad of the bones on the case. Uh, what do you think about the flu shot? I haven't thrown out my two cents now, so I'll go ahead and say it. Uh, I'm going to get the flu shot hopefully next week. I totally forgot about the flu shot because I got it later last year because I was hesitant to leave my house because of the pandemic. I only went to the doctor once after March of last year, and it was around October or so. And uh, it was to get a flu shot. So I, I'm going to try to get a flu shot next week. I really believe in the flu shot, even though it's not perfect, just like a lot of things. But, um, yeah, I really believe in the flu shot. So, Dad to the Bone, what do you think? Will you be getting the flu shot anytime soon? I most definitely will. Um, I got it in November this past year, so I'll probably be getting it next month or, or in November at some point. But I will definitely, no ifs, ands, or buts be getting that especially as being as a uh, heart having the heart issue that i had and have it's recommended and i'll probably be getting the uh the pneumonia one also yes yes, yes, there a, yes whoa yes. whoa there's a i didn't know about this there's a pneumonia shot yeah yeah they offered it to me last year when I got my flu shot. They said you should really get the pneumonia shot. Oh, diabetic and your heart. This is a word I can't pronounce. It's like, it's like pneumonia cocal <laughs> vaccination. Yeah. Okay. Well, I okay. Well, thank you, uh, Dad the Bone. I I guess I'll get two vaccines next week. Uh, next week. I I didn't know about this. Well, thank you very much. I'm gonna I'm gonna read this. I'm gonna post this really quickly in my uh, Discord server that you can access via bit.ly slash uh, news debate so that um, everybody else can read it as well. But I I think I'll go ahead and read a little bit from the CDC later on in today's show about this pneumonia vaccine. That's super cool, man. I appreciate that. Well, good on you. Uh, Best of luck with that. Let me know if you feel I I, I had a, I had a little bit of a rough time with the COVID-19 vaccine. The first shot I got a while back, it was just like arm pain. Didn't really feel off. I mean, I felt a little off, to be honest, but it might have just been in my head. But then two weeks later or whatever it was when I got the second shot, man, 
Um, I got it late in the day and um, I felt a little off that night and I just slept the entirety of the next day. Like I slept for 24 hours. I was so tired. Um, and then my arm was like a brick. Like if I lifted, you know, there was like a line with my shoulders. If I lifted my arm above my shoulders, it just was so stiff and so painful. And I was just sort of drunk. Like I was kind of like sweating when I was sleeping and just like really felt out of it. Um, like sort of malaise, you know, that type of thing. But then I was fine, you know, within 24 hours. So I'm really interested now. Um, if that was just for the COVID-19 vaccine, I got the double Pfizer, um, which I'm sure it is, or if, or if this is something that like now I, it's in my head. And so if I get any vaccination, I'll just, I'll be like, Oh, well, how am I going to feel now? So I'm really interested what's going to happen when I get the flu shot. But now that I'm going to get this pneumonia shot as well, (laughs) I I got a lot of feels coming my way. What were you saying down to the bone? I can tell you. For personally, um, when I first got the flu shot, um, before I knew about the pneumonia, it affected me one the first time I ever did. Then the next following years that I did, it didn't affect me at all. Last year when I got the flu and the pneumonia, it kicked my ass and I was out, you know, feeling like crap for a day or two. Um, so I don't know if that was pneumonia or flu. And when I got COVID this year, the COVID shot this year, the first shot, I was a little more tired than normal. Um, the second shot, I had uh, some chills and I was tired, but that was about it. I got the Moderna. My wife got Pfizer, and it, the second shot kicked the crap out of her from the Pfizer COVID vaccination. So it's just experience on my end. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I know people who are fine. I know people who were sick for like a week and on the on the couch, as they posted on Facebook. Um, I, I, I usually don't feel anything when I get the flu vaccine. I've got it for like the last five years straight. Um, but once again, I, I feel like I'm up in my head now. And so I, I wouldn't be surprised if I feel a little bit different because once again, I think it's a lot of psychological stuff, but dad to the bone. I really appreciate that piece of information. I like to think that I'm pretty on top of things. I don't think I've ever heard of a pneumonia vaccine. So I'm really happy that you've told me about it. Cause I'm going to go ahead and get that. Uh, We'll hear maybe from Dad to the Bone a little bit later in the show. It's News Debate. I'm Lee coming at you all over the place. I got another message here. Uh, Kasia is joining us now. So Kasia was um, unable to throw in a moment ago, but she says she's now available, or at least she did like 10 minutes ago when she sent me a message that I only now saw. So let's uh, go over and talk to Kasia. And however long you have, Kasia, you're more than welcome to talk a little or talk a lot. Once again, as a supporter of mine at patreon.com slash news debate, it's your it's your priority uh, ability um and right now we're talking about the flu vaccine specifically i'm gonna get it dad to the bones gonna get it brianna is not um but we could talk about COVID 19 as well because it's it's very related when we're talking about vaccines there's there's a big one out there that everyone's talking about but kasia always great to uh hear your voice how you doing i see kasia's unmuted Oh, now she's, oh, oh, oh. 
well i i've i've done <laughs> i've done ruined it it's like being like well this is going to be great and then it turns out not to be like you know you once you say something it doesn't work out all right casey well whatever's going on if you can figure it out unmute yourself and you're more than welcome to throw in at any moment at all and i do mean that casey is a bit of a lurker she's been talking more on the show recently than in the past but it's always like oh i'm so happy to hear from casey but you know because of the time difference she usually can't throw in we got chuckles speaking of uh patreon supporters patreon.com slash news debate chuckles throws me one five or ten dollars a month uh and so his prerogative now chuck you're over on the house of clubs clubhouse uh feel free to say hello now you got a moment chuck yeah cool beans uh let me turn you up um the uh although like in yours i don't um it usually isn't that much of an issue but you know this uh you know um this year in uh particular uh you know um, hospitals are uh stacked uh pretty heavy and so you know um i want to uh kind of do everything i can to make sure that uh i don't end up uh burdening the healthcare system any more than it already is right now so um you know i'm getting a flu shot uh what i do think is very interesting is that um, I've been with uh, kind of the mRNA technology that they've developed with these COVID vaccines. Um, the uh, a lot of vaccine researchers are kind of seeing this as um, the primary method of vaccine development moving forward. Um, and there is an active research right now to develop both a to develop a simultaneous uh, COVID and flu vaccine. Um, that would be once this becomes moves from pandemic to endemic, then uh, um, that would be kind of an, just like an annual um, thing like the flu shot where it would be, you know, flu, flu, flu plus uh, SARS-CoV-2 um, in a combined uh, annual shot. Um, that, uh, that's, that's what's being worked on right now. But Chuck, you know, that can't possibly be a good idea because what happens 50 years after you get that vaccine, you're going to turn into the Hulk, man. What are you, what are you trying to do to people? Uh, yeah, well, you know, that's, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think, uh, um, yeah, I, I'll be getting a flu shot. Um, but, uh, I think, I, I think, um, the MRNA vaccine technology actually is one of the, uh, um, one of the most kind of groundbreaking, uh, advancements we've had in vaccine development in, uh, um, you know, in recent history. And, uh, I think it's very cool, um, where they are working on taking it this goes in a really interesting direction chuck uh i'm not much of a sports guy myself but i've gotten into it as of late i think just because um during the pandemic there was just less to do so i I did pay more attention specifically I, i guess i would say i'm an nfl guy if anything and um you know betting across the country pretty much has opened up the last year or two uh i i so i'm interested what do you think's the over under so right now america who's I think less than 70% of people have gotten um, one shot, but it's somewhere around 60-ish because I think South Korea is now like at 64, 65, and they've surpassed the United States. But to be fair, I think America has been around the 55, 60 area for a long time. It just hasn't gone any higher because, you know, we have the people who just aren't going to get it. We've hit that sort of sweet spot where everybody who wanted it got it a while back. And yeah, there's probably, you know, 
three people across the country who get it every day because they finally changed their mind. But I'm wondering, you know, if, if we get the flu vaccine combined with the SARS-CoV-2 vaccine, and even if it's a better version than Pfizer, which is the best one we have now, even though Moderna is almost as good as Pfizer, they're almost the same vaccine. Um, what do you think is the over under on <laughs> like, well, like seven people every year in the country are going to get this combined vaccine? I mean, like, I can't see people getting this. Like it's, it's the MRNA technology that everybody's freaked out about. Plus it's the flu shot that no one likes and everyone's really misinformed about. Like this is something that's, that's great news for like a reasonable country like New Zealand where Casey is from, but like the United States, who who's going to get this combined flu COVID vaccine? I, I don't see people getting that. Um, so I think, uh, um, just on on the note between the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines, um, I think the the data is kind of changing on that, and that uh, the uh, Moderna vaccine is actually showing to be more effective because it has uh, um, a dramatically higher. Um, I've read that yeah. uh, amount of the mRNA um, in it, and uh, but um, and so it's kind of proving uh, itself better against uh, the Delta variant than Pfizer is. Um, but um, and I think they were both effectively the same for the alpha variants, but um, for the Delta Moderna is showing itself better because of a much higher mRNA dose in it. Um, but uh, I think I don't know. Um, back on on point though, I think uh, I think pe- I think people will get it um, because I think uh, eventually um, that will uh, it will just be that will just be what vaccines are. You know, um, if uh, the 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 prevailing opinion um amongst uh out of medical research right now is that uh this is uh essentially the way to do vaccines now and so um i think that will uh that will just be a thing and i think people will get used to that um once that is um once it's not a uh, like a, a unique one-off thing, and that's um, kind of a more pervasive thing. I also want to. I'm sorry, like, you know, Oh, the, the the COVID shot does a special thing. Um, nobody else uses that. Um, I think once uh, you know, once you start yeah. seeing the, no, that's a good the point. broad swath of uh, vaccinations that people get, um, if they're all using mRNA eventually, then uh, that won't be something that people are as freaked out about. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Once we can actually say that mRNA is used for other things, um, it probably might not change anyone's mind, but at least we'll have a comeback when they start talking out of their ass. And I also want to give Chuck another uh, round of applause here because uh, (laughs) as you may or may not know, when I do the shows, I simulcast like everywhere. And so I oftentimes have to type in by hand like the same or similar title, depending on how many characters I get from platform to platform and right now over on the house of clubs clubhouse it says debate will you be day flu shot soon chuckles sent me a message on uh discord and was like hey lee is that title correct i'm like oh no it's not but of course clubhouse won't let me change the title so <laughs> one two three birthday flu shots <laughs> Who me? yeah this is a birthday flu shot hey everybody it's your birthday here's your here's your flu shot all right, Chuck. Well, good to hear from you. I'd love to hear from you again. So, so, so far we're two of three. 
Uh, two of three people want to get the flu shot, and I'm glad Dad to the Bone informed me about the pneumonia vex. I never heard of that before, and that's embarrassing. I feel like I should have known about that, but I, I feel like if if, if that's just new, and so they're not asking because I, I go every year to get the flu shot. Wouldn't that just be like, hey, Lee, you, you also want? Can I can I stab you twice? Uh, so I'm gonna ask so about I, that. Yeah, Chuck, go on. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's not that it's particularly new. Um, it's been around a little while. But it's uh, been primarily for um, oldies, kind of older adults, yeah. Mm. And so it's been recommended, I think, for um, several years now that you know, if you're, you know, essentially, if you're if you're a senior citizen, then like get the pneumonia vaccine. And um, which I think it's a the the name can be a bit confusing because pneumonia is not a particular, uh, you know, the vaccine is for a particular bacteria that gets its that commonly caused pneumonia yes, but pneumonia yeah. is also just a really a, a symptom disease that could be yeah. caused by a lot of different things but um the particular bacteria that this vaccinates you for um against is a common cause of pneumonia so man chuckles uh, it's, over there it's been it's been around for a while mostly for um you know elderly um and i think just more so recently um they're starting to uh suggest it for um uh not for for i guess not old not old broken people (laughs) i would have to borrow (laughs) someone's cane or stop by a goodwill on my drive to like wherever i get the vaccine um this i have to look into that next week i just said i was going to get it but i haven't figured out where i'm going to go get it um yeah i'll have to like you know be holding my back and like you know holding the cane where your hand's shaking and be like i'm here for that other shot too do you also i want to get chuck and everybody else I was back in um, one of the areas that I would consider, you know, where I grew up because I moved around a little bit, but it was always rural. And I was back for like five weeks, as I talked about. I was, you know, wasn't doing as many shows as I normally do. And I was live from a kitchen table. You know, that's what I was always saying. Um, it was good and bad, just like any time you visit family. And I, I, I didn't usually when I go back, I do like this sort of like whole tour of the area. I have like my core friends that I try to see every time I'm back. Then I have other people that, you know, if if I just happen to know they're around, I might shoot them a message or, you know, I walk around sometimes just for exercise to see who's out and about in their yards, you know, small towns. And, you know, so sometimes I see the same people and then sometimes I see just, you know, people who've moved back or whatever it it turns out to be. Um, I I spoke to a couple of friends um, that I know from high school and they both told, well, not just of the group that I saw wasn't like everybody but out of like you know maybe the 10 people I saw over over five weeks which is nothing because I actually would see like half the people that I grew up with in in that amount of time a couple of them told me that they got shingles and it wasn't like oh Jesus what's that on your arm oh that shingles it just came up one like does some part-time like jazzercise classes at a community center and um, she didn't tell me this is what happened, but I'm assuming she got it from like the mats because where, where I'm from in the rural Midwest, wrestling is very popular. And I knew a couple people who got shingles because they didn't clean the mats off well enough. And if someone, you know, wrestles and they have an outbreak or whatever and it gets on the mat and then you roll over it like five minutes later, then, you know, you could get shingles. And that happened to a couple people and they've just had to deal with that. And so she told me she got shingles and she does that jazzercise stuff. So I'm guessing that's how she got it. And then someone else just randomly mentioned that they got shingles in the last couple of years. And I don't know what the reason would be for that. 
So I always see ads at doctor's offices for the shingles vaccine, and it's always for the older people, right? Because that's like an old person's thing. Um, I, I might get three vaccines this next week. <laughs> I want to get the flu vaccine. I want to get this pneumonial cockle, you know, bacteria vaccine. Uh, and I really want that shingles vaccine because Jesus Christ, I, I have only heard what shingles is like. But uh, God damn, if, if there's a vaccine for that, I think more people should get that. I know this is like really deep stuff you probably don't want to hear, but I got three shots coming my way. It's News Debate. I'm Lee coming live, uh, coming at you live everywhere. We'll get to Kasia soon. I hope Kasia can throw in. Every time I throw uh, things over to her, something goes wrong. Uh, I want to get over here to uh, Twitch. Sweet Robin uh, is someone who started listening in, uh, to the show and engaging with me maybe a month and a half, two months ago, something like that. And uh, she's text messaging me over on Twitch right now. She, this is from you know some minutes ago. She says, that's what happened to me. I got sick before there was a vaccine. So she got COVID vac- uh, COVID-19 way early on. She's talked about that before on the show. Got over it. Then she got vaccinated. So I've read, don't quote me on this, but I've read several times that if you've been, you know, someone who 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 knows they've got COVID-19 and it didn't destroy you, um, and then you get vaccinated, I've heard it described as the best of both worlds. Now, Getting the vaccine is much better than any protection you get as someone who's survived COVID-19. And from what I remember, they only they only give you that protection for like 90 days or whatever, where the vaccine, even though it's not vaccination for life, it certainly lasts more than 90 days. In fact, just getting Pfizer or Moderna is like at least a month or five weeks until you're fully vaccinated. So that's like half of nine or um, a third of 90 days right there. So Whatever it turns out to be, um, the best of both worlds, if you can do it, that's fine. I, I don't think I've ever had COVID-19, so I can never say that I got the best of both worlds, but I, f- I feel pretty good about the Pfizer, and uh, that mask, as you all know, is bolted to my face. It doesn't come off until I come home, and it I don't leave the house until I put that mask on. Uh, Kasia is joining us still over on Discord, but every time I throw to her, <laughs> something happens. She said she rebooted her phone. Kasia, do you have a moment to throw in and give your two cents? Otherwise, I'm going to go back to this NPR article and you can throw in anytime you want. All right. Swing and a miss. Kasia is over on Discord. I see that she's unmuted herself. This was something that Brianna had a problem with yesterday, but Brianna was new to the Discord server where Kasia has joined us via Discord time and time and time again. So I'm not sure what's going on. Kasia, if you want, you're a big CastBox person. I think you even told me that your husband listened to me on CastBox like three years ago. And then you rediscovered my show in the last you know, several months as I started simulcasting and I went back to my first home, which was CastBox. So Kasia, don't want to tell you what to do, but if you want to, you could jump over to, to CastBox. As you know, I'm there live and CastBox always seems to work for you. So if you want, that's that's a way we can hear from you. Let me uh, check my messages. Oh, she says, yes, I'll pop over to CastBox and try. Good on you. And MC Funk has posted in the general text chan- uh, channel that the pneumonia vaccine in seniors is less of an issue now. A big reason for the shift, quote, a vaccination campaign among campaign among children succeeding in stopping the spread of the bacteria to the older age group. Ah, okay. 
So the pneumonia vaccine may not be necessary for older Americans now because younger people are getting vaccinated, which means that it's stopping the spread. Uh, okay, that's really interesting, and I appreciate you posting that, but uh, I, I'm on a vaccine binge right now. So give me those vaccines, and I'll drink them whole. You don't got it injected in me. <laughs> so I'm going to ask about, of course, I'll get my flu vaccine. And uh, I really want that shingles vaccine. Jesus, I, I, I can't believe how many young people I know who got shingles. Uh, dirty rural Midwest town. Uh, and then I, I'm going to ask about that uh, pneumonia vaccine. Why not? Doesn't seem like a bad idea. Uh, and uh, I, I, you know, whether or not it helps me, I, I, I'm the opposite. I think of a lot of people. Certainly the opposite of Brianna, who we heard earlier, where she really has quite a few reasons why she won't get the COVID-19 vaccine, which is literally a pandemic around the world. Uh, I'm open to any vaccine that I can get, I'm eligible for, that has been shown to not have any side effects other than a typical vaccine would and has some benefit that's not just the same as me taking more vitamin C every day. If you fall into that category, <laughs> I want you in my body. Uh, Kasia is over on CastBox. Kasia, feel free to call in. I'll throw you on, and we'll see if this works. And if it doesn't work, I'm going to go ahead and say this is the work of the devil, and we just might not be able to talk to Kasia today. Kasia, can you hear me over on CastBox? Yep, I can hear you. Can you hear hey, me? Hey, there is. <laughs> there was a delay, and I'm like, well, it's the devil. No, okay. So, Kasia, good to hear you. Our our, our correspo- uh, correspondent from Down Under works in the mental health field in New Zealand. <laughs> All around awesome person. Also, one of my supporters at patreon.com slash news debate. So, um, we've talked about COVID 19 and the vaccination campaign in New Zealand. New Zealand recently, at least where you live in New Zealand, um, opened up, so you like had a the first weekend out and about since uh, people were allowed to leave their homes. You're you're an essential worker, so you were leaving, but you weren't going shopping, and so you were like, oh, I'm going shopping, and you know the malls are packed because people are you know seeing daylight again. Um, but what about the flu vaccine? Have you thought about the flu vaccine? I'm hoping to get mine in the next week. Yeah, so I've had it already because obviously uh, we're getting towards the end of winter here. So I had it back in. May, I think, because I need a little bit of time between my COVID vaccination and the flu vaccination at that point. So, yeah, I had it a few months ago. It seems, I mean, we don't have a lot of flu here at the moment, so I don't know (laughs) really whether it has protected me, but I get it every year. Are there any diseases in New Zealand? It's like, you know, COVID, you have one case and you shut down the entire country. So it's like, you know, I'm sure if you had 150 cases of, uh, of uh, the flu, you just like start burning buildings where people live who had the flu. So, I mean, like there are diseases in New Zealand, right? It just sounds like you're sort of a disease-free zone. Yeah. So what usually happens is because, you know, we are a country with people who travel a lot. Um, so what usually would happen is because we have the opposite seasons to the Northern Hemisphere, we take a look at what the common variants have been in the Northern Hemisphere winter, and that's how we decide what our flu vaccination mm. uh, regime is going to be. Um, but because we've had the borders closed and everyone's had to um, be in managed isolation for two weeks coming into the country, that's also gotten rid of a lot of the flu in the community. So there's very little flu around. The only thing we have had, which I think has happened in the States as well from what I've read, is the RSV 
virus we got hit quite badly by um, earlier on in winter. Can you can you explain what that is? Because I'm sure that has happened here. But the only thing that comes to mind now is that a lot of kids have been getting sick in America because they were sort of coddled for like the last year and a half and they weren't like, you know, running around, putting like dirt in their mouths and touching everybody and stuff. So when the world sort of reopened in the U S like children's hospitals have been like pretty busy because kids are actually aside from some getting COVID a lot of the, the, the children's hospital problems that I have read, at least from what I remember is just that they're getting everything that kids get, but it's all within the last couple of months when it should have been spread out about uh, around the last year and a half. So, so what is this that you just mentioned Uh, that doesn't ring a bell? Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it is, will be the same virus. It's um, stand RSV, which stands for, I think respiratory syncytial virus. Oh, okay. Um, Okay. Yeah, and it's basically, you know, it would be one that kids get in daycare quite frequently. Um, usually, I guess that's when kids first encounter it. Um, but um, because I guess, I don't know, I think it is the same sort of issue that children haven't been as exposed to it. Um, it has kids have been like bubble boys and girls for the last year and a half. Like, yeah. it's, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we were having issues with that. And we have, um, I think we've talked about before, really poor um, numbers of ICU for our like per head of um, population. So that Yeah. So that's, that's why you have to shut down is because not only is it you guys being proactive, um, which we can debate whether or not that's good, but you just don't have the ICU beds percentage wise that other countries do and so like you 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 just don't have the capacity for a full outbreak yeah so it was a big problem and i know that um for a while even at my work we were um sort of limiting visitors and things like that um trying to encourage people not to bring their children out um while it was really bad um that's kind of calmed down a little bit now but yeah so that's really been the only thing i think we've had any difficulty with as far as i'm aware this this year yeah is there um as someone who works in the the health field and and got your flu vaccine earlier i know there's differences between new zealand and america but um can you talk about any flu vaccine hesitancy because even though this is something that wasn't really talked about a whole lot before the pandemic even i just generally knew that most people I knew did not get the flu vaccine and it wasn't because they didn't think about it. Like, it's just like, it's kind of gotten a, like a bad taste, a bad connotation for a lot of people here in the U S and there are reasons for that. You know, it's, it's uh, it's, it's sort of hit or miss. Like, you know, some years flu vaccines could be as little as 30% effective, but then other years it's as high as like 60 or 65. It's just off the top of my head, but that that's quite a lot of range. Right. So like in mm-hmm. New Zealand, is that the same thing? Because like people in the US don't, I think it can be said that they don't generally have like a great impression of the flu shot. Yeah. I mean, I think obviously because I work in health, we, our employer pays for it and we're strongly encouraged to get it every year we get it during work time. Um, you know, there are clinics on site, um, but there certainly is, I think, hesitancy and I think definitely before COVID it was probably more prominent and I think people are tolerating it less now because it's become clear that it's so important to keep ourselves healthy and the risks with the flu yep although it can be deadly and it can be dangerous 
I think we kind of left it a lot more up to personal choice. Uh, whereas now that there's just more discussion about vaccines in general, I suspect that probably more people are taking up the flu vaccine. The other thing probably to point out is um, that people here um, don't like paying for things. Um, we've got socialized healthcare for most things. Well, yeah, I, I mean, every advanced nation other than the U.S. has socialized health care. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for kicking me in the crotch, Casey. Yeah, yeah, thanks for bringing that up. So I think it's like $40 or something. It's really not much. But Whoa, time out, time people. out. Your flu shot in New Zealand is 40 New Zealand dollars. It's like 20 bucks in America. Yeah, I think, I mean, I'm. that's a bit of a guess. But um, that that's probably an equivalent, though, yeah, I know there's I know there's a range, right? Like when I lived in Australia, you know, minimum wage has probably gone up since then, but it was like $18 or something. So it's like, wow, that's pretty good. But it just it just it surprises me because, you know, once again, countries that can have nice things like New Zealand um because you're not unreasonable like America, um it just surprises me that that's not like three dollars or not just included because because that's that's a public health measure right like i mean it's in the best interest of your national health care to prevent people from getting sick and we could argue whether or not that means that exercise clashes should be free because people who are thinner are healthier but certainly a flu shot is pretty clearly going to drive prices down for a country the more people who get it so that's just surprising to hear yeah, I think my understanding is that it's free, I think, if you're over 65 or if you have, like, uh, asthma or something. Um, but for the general population, I'm pretty sure you have to pay for it. So I think that puts a lot of people off, but I do also hear people talking about it more now. Um, and I think also because <laughs> there is a lot of peer pressure around getting vaccinations, which I think is a good thing. And so There's a lot of what? People, Say that again. There's a lot of what? Um, there's a lot of, like, peer pressure. So. Uh, you know, people piling on to um, people who are saying they're not going to get vaccinated. It's n- it's not something that people will talk about, I think, openly if if they're a vaccine hesitant here at the moment. Um, so I well, think that's interesting because, um, you know, not everybody is, is walking around screaming, you know, you know, the COVID-19 vaccine is fake. But uh, as you know, I, I have no shortage of people who come on my show and say crazy, like Brianna, it's such a delight speaking to Brianna because she disagrees with me. And I think she disagrees with facts and science when it comes to the COVID-19 vaccine, but she's really reasonable and nice about it. So it's always, I'm always like, when, when is she going to start cursing at me? Cause I'm just like, I'm like a, a child or a dog who's been beaten. And when someone raises their hand, I just like scream, don't hit me. Um, so that's, that's interesting to hear. So people, you know, people don't wear like a make New Zealand great again cap and and run around screaming, don't get the vaccine as opposed to what happens here in America. Yeah, I think, I mean, there's definitely, we, we have a few of those, but they're a small minority and they tend to be louder in social media than they are like around their, their colleagues or their friends. You know, um, I think social media is where I'm seeing most of that. And then when I talk to people in real life, they tend to be much more kind of reasonable and um, yeah. So it's interesting which side is true. I'm not sure, you know, like whether people are hiding their true intentions from me, perhaps. 
know. Casey's got a kind face, so no one wants to tell her that they uh, don't want to get vaccinated. Of course, Casey, I'll, <laughs> I'll get vaccinated as they like do that thing in like all the old movies from the 60s and 70s where they cross their fingers as they tell a lie. I've I've yeah. never crossed my foot. When did that become a thing that you actually stick your hands behind your? What are you doing behind your back? Oh, nothing. I have an itch. All right, good times. <laughs> um, yes. All right. Well, Casey, as always, feel free to throw in. I appreciate you jumping around. I'm not sure what happened with Discord. Um, I actually have a, a thing. I, I like Discord because it has a community, and it's great that they have copied Clubhouse just like everybody else has. So. You know, on uh, on Discord, it's called a stage channel. That's what you were listening before, and that's where Dad to the Bone is, and um, that's where uh, Brianna and uh, are listening right now. And that works great, but every once in a while, it doesn't. So, like, Kasia was just there, and it wasn't working. She tried two or three times. Kasia is not an idiot. She knows how to use things, and it just wasn't working, and she couldn't figure out why, so she jumped over to CastBox. Brianna joined Discord. I'm not sure if she has used it before, but she joined my Discord server yesterday around this time. Couldn't get it to work. Whatever happened, something changed, and it's working for her now. I have another sort of a thing that I might go to because it's even easier than Discord, which Discord's you know decently easy. It's not brain surgery. But there's another thing that's tied into the visuals that I'm doing right now that might even be easier. So, you know, give it a week or so. I'm still testing everything out, as I always like to do. Uh, I might stop broadcasting to Discord just because there might be an easier option that doesn't have any of these little hiccups that we've been experiencing. So, Kasia, feel free to throw in at any time. Appreciate you. It's News Debate. I'm Lee, coming at you live all over the place. We got Kasia over on CastBox. She's one of my Patreon supporters every month. At patreon.com slash news debate. Also got Chuckles, MC Funk over on the House of Clubs Clubhouse. Also one of my Patreon supporters every month. We got Brianna and Dad the Bone over here on Discord. You can access Discord by going to bit.ly slash news debate. Also join me over on Castbox, as I just mentioned. You can call into the show. You can also send text messages. You can do the same thing over on Spoon. Same thing over on Clubhouse, over on twitch.tv slash news debate, YouTube, and twitter.com slash news debate. You can send me text messages. So let's get back to this article from NPR. We've talked a lot about COVID, but originally today's topic was about, are you going to get that flu vaccine? And this article from NPR, which if you're watching the video of the show right now, you can see it. It's full screen. And it's also posted on my Discord, so bit.ly slash newsdebate, look in the general channel. There's also some other cool links that MC Funk Chuckles has been posting about this Moderna flu pneumonia trifecta uh, thing that they're working on and, and a few other things that he's been posting. Appreciate that. Maybe we'll get to some of those articles a little bit later, but since we still haven't gotten through the original, <laughs> Boomy, Bully, let's try to get back here. So this is a guide that NPR has put together sort of like uh, like an old Greek novel or something. Question and answer. I heard the flu essentially disappeared last year. That That's cool because Casey, I just mentioned that that was the case in New Zealand as well. Do I really need a flu shot this year? They answer, yes. Well, there it is. The more you know. No, yes. Last year saw a record low number of flu cases, likely thanks to widespread mask wearing, remote work, and school and physical distancing. But this year, experts fear that the reopening of schools, decreased adherence to pandemic precautions, and surging Delta variant infections could create a, quote, (laughs) technical term, double whammy 
a very serious flu and COVID-19 season already. Oh, Hey, this is it. This is, this is exactly what Casey was talking about. Cases of RSV, a serious respiratory virus in children are spiking. So yeah, that was exactly what I was talking about. Quote, this suggests that flu will be back too, says LJ Tan, the direct executive director of the immunization action coalition. Okay. That's yet another thing that exists. The more, you know, who should get a flu shot? This is young. I didn't know this was as young as it is. Anyone six months and older, unless your doctor has specifically recommended that you not get a flu shot because of a rare, severe reaction that you've had in the past, says uh, Dr. Lisa Groskopf, <laughs> medical officer, <clears throat> excuse me, in the influenza division at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. So when's the best time? to get the flu shot. This is funny. Why not now? <laughs> flu season starts in October in the US. Once again, it's tied to seasons, so it's a little bit different in New Zealand where they have everything. You know, there's a great Simpsons episode where they go to Australia cuz Bart calls Australia and prank phone calls the the prime minister and <laughs> they have to kick him with a giant boot. And there's this scene where they flush the toilet and the water, you know, flows the other direction because it's a different part of the earth. But there's a machine that fixes it and everyone starts tearing. Yo, America. So uh, flu season starts in October here in the U.S. While there's some concern that immunity might wane before the end of flu season in May, if you get the vaccine too early, there's not enough data to know the optimal time to get the shot, according to at least one expert. So why not now, I guess, is, uh, is the answer. The CDC says aim to get your flu vaccine by the end of October. By then, cases will have started to mount, and many people will just be a few weeks away from travel for Thanksgiving and Christmas. I wonder how that will operate this year. I'm guessing probably very similarly to previous years that were not pandemic. That said, Quote, getting vaccinated at any time during the flu season can still be uh, beneficial, says Andrew Pavia, chief of pediatric infectious diseases at the University of Utah Health. So funny, the different people that, and I know this is how this works because I have so many friends who work in media. When they interview doctors for articles like this, it's literally they just send out a bunch of emails or make a bunch of calls. And it's whoever got back to them. So that's why it's like this doctor from Utah and this doctor from that, which makes sense because not every doctor is going to have time to speak to you. Not every doctor is going to want to speak to you. But at the same time, you know, as we know now with COVID-19, doctors, reasonable, highly educated doctors have very different ideas of what the data can suggest unless the data specifically says this or that. So like not that. COVID-19 vaccinations are useful and everyone should get them because that's what the data exactly says. But anything that's like sort of in the gray, you'll get crazy different answers. So that's why you really should not trust anything where it's just like some random doctor here and some random doctor there, unless they're just saying things that we already know. But the way journalism works, you usually want to get an expert to say it. So even if it was like, you know, the sky is blue, <laughs> you know, you'd like the sky is blue, according to an atmospheric scientist at NASA, like that sort of a thing. And I think that that's where this this article mostly falls. Will the flu vaccine definitely keep me from getting the flu? No, no vaccine is 100 percent effective. 
But if you do get the flu, the vaccine is likely to reduce your chance of getting very sick, being hospitalized, or dying. Final Jeopardy. Jeopardy Ultimo! I love saying Final Jeopardy in Spanish, if that's the actual way you say it. This vaccine can be described the same way. It doesn't stop you from getting the blank, but it is likely to reduce your chance of getting very sick, being hospitalized, or dying. Which vaccine is this? (laughs) It's not the flu vaccine. There's another vaccine. Survey says Final Jeopardy. What is the Pfizer vaccine? What is the Moderna vaccine? What is the J&J vaccine? Tell, Tell them what they've won. I don't understand why people think that the vaccine has to be black or white. It either works or it doesn't because no vaccine works that way. I know that other vaccines we get when we have to go to school or, you know, when we're very young, they work much more in a black and or white way. But the flu vaccine is something that doctors, if you see a doctor every year, if it's not a horrible doctor, they're going to tell you, hey, are you, are you thinking about getting the, the flu vaccine? My doctors have said that to me over the years, and that's why I started getting it. I never said no. I was just like, oh, yeah, whatever. I'll get it when I get it. <laughs> you know. But if they ever said, I can give it to you right now, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Just give it to me. We've known this about vaccines for some time. I, I, I don't know. The 19th time I've had to say this. Uh, before uh, last year, NPR continues, tens of thousands of people were hospitalized or died from the flu each year, usually people who weren't vaccinated. Sounds a little similar, correct? Right? Doesn't it sound a little similar? <laughs> Can I get the flu and COVID-19 vaccinations at the same time? Absolutely. The more you know. Jump around here, make sure I'm not missing any calls or questions. Text messages, I'm all set. Want to give a shout out to Dad to the Bone, Brianna C, Kezia Chuckles, as well as Light Bright. Oh, hey, how you doing, Light Bright? Over on Castbox, Malika, uh, Diaco, ZH, uh, some other people. Feel free to call in on CastBox or leave me a message over on Stereo or wherever you might be. Send me a text message, whatever uh, whatever abilities that you have. So you can absolutely get the flu and COVID-19 vaccinations at the same time. The CDC had previously recommended spacing out the timing of the COVID-19 vac and other immunizations because the vaccines were so new. But that guidance has changed. The CDC now says it's safe to get both vaccines at once. Wow. Okay. So I thought it would just be like around the same time, but the same, the same, the exact time quote, the body's immune response and side effects are generally the same as when getting one vaccine alone. Wow. Okay. Maybe it's even better to get them at the same time. If you do get two shots on the same day, expect to get each vaccine in a different arm. Oh no. (laughs) which may reduce any pain and swelling that might occur. When I got my uh, Pfizer vaccines, got them both in the same arm, and uh, I was very specific. I was like, put it over here, because I thought that would be the one I wouldn't use as much. 
If I had to give them both my arms, hmm, I think I would have to make sure I had a couple days off. Now, at least what I feel after getting the double Pfizer about two weeks separately. Yeah, my arm was pretty uh, stiff and painful, especially after that second shot. What about my COVID-19 booster shot? Can I get that at the same time as my flu shot? Uh, We don't need to know about that. Oh, this is interesting. How do I make sure I get the right flu shot for me and my family? I did not know. Boo me. Boo Lee. I didn't know they had different flu vaccines. I know that they might have different flu vaccines based on where you are in the world, but I didn't know that you could like call in and be like, do you have this type or like walk in? Can I get this type? I, I guess you can. Uh, the most important thing is to get any flu shot. However, there are some specialized flu shots for specific groups. Kids eight and younger who are getting the flu shot for the first time need two doses. Okay, well, I didn't get that when I was that young. And that's given a month apart. Uh, Strong immunity doesn't kick in until two weeks after the second shot. So similar to COVID-19 vaccines. Immune systems weaken with age. That's why the CDC recommends that adults 65 and older Get vaccinated with one of the two souped up flu shots. What? <laughs> Hello? Oh yes. Hi. This is uh this is Lee calling in. Uh do you have those souped up flu shots? Oh really? Okay. Well, expect me later today. Either the flu zone, God, that's a horrible name. High dose quadrivalent. Quadrivalent vaccine or the fluad quadrivalent (laughs) i hope one day to own a company that releases a flu vaccine that does not contain flu in the name both are designed to elicit a more robust immune response if neither is available then any flu shot would be a good choice i'm pregnant should i get the flu shot survey says yes and if you're in your third trimester the cdc advises you get a flu shot uh shot asap So you can pass on the protection to your newborn from day one because babies can't get the flu shot until they're six months old, but are protected by their mother's antibodies from a flu shot. If she gets the shot until they're six months when they can get their own flu vaccine, but be sure to get the shot, not the nasal spray. Wow. I didn't realize you could get a nasal spray flu vaccine. I've always gotten one stabbed into my arm. That is interesting. Okay, so I'm learning more and more. The more you know. I'm not a huge fan of NPR. Hi, this is uh, the acoustic sound stage on 88.9 NPR Chicago. I'm joined now by the, the guys from The Killers. Great to talk to you, gentlemen. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of uh, NPR, but uh, this write-up's pretty informative. Uh, talks about allergies to eggs. It's not really, uh, okay. This is good. Hey, uh, Brianna, are you still there? Brianna's over here on discord, right? All right, Brianna, this might be something for you. Let me know what you think about this. If you're still with us, uh, you are with us rather, if you can still call in, I'm willing to take my chances. So why should I get the flu vaccine with the pandemic still raging? Skipping the flu shot is a a much riskier proposition, says Dr. Bernard Commins. Commins? 
an infectious disease physician at Mount Sinai Health System in New York City. Quote, you could get the flu and need care, but find hospitals overwhelmed because of COVID or get the flu and get COVID. Wow, that's the double whammy. And especially if you are not vaccinated against coronavirus, you run the risk of your immune system being overwhelmed by two viruses at the same time. Getting back-to-back infections could result in more serious illness since the first infection may have already weakened your lungs, says the infectious disease specialist at the Albert Einstein College of Medicine. What? Was Albert Einstein uh, a medical doctor? I don't think he was a medical doctor. (laughs) What's that? It's like the... uh, Tom Brady School of Medical Science, like just because someone's really like well known. Okay, that's a little strange. I don't think Albert Einstein was a medical doctor; he's a physicist. Uh, okay, so uh, Brianna, you're over there, over on uh, Discord. Are you able to throw in? What do you think about NPR throwing you under the bus? Are you with us, Brianna? Survey says. Swing and miss. Well, I see you still here on Discord, Brianna, so you might be not able to throw in, which is fine. Um, I don't know. Maybe you fell asleep. You're dropping a deuce, as I like to always say. Casey <laughs> is back over here on Discord. I'm going to invite you to speak, Casey. But yeah, Brianna has said that she's not going to get the COVID-19 vaccine. She doesn't want to get the flu shot. Okay. Uh, they th- they're once again saying that she's wrong. So more more of the same from what I was saying earlier. All right, so that's everything from NPR. That's great. It's News Debate. I'm Lee, coming at you live all over the place. I don't know that that uh, article has changed anyone's mind, but uh, I certainly feel a lot more more knowledgeable at stuff than before. I mean learning about the the name of that virus that's making all the children's hospitals full nowadays because kids are like bubble children for the last year and a half. Learning more about the flu shot, talking about COVID-19, dad the bone telling me about the pneumonia vaccine, which once again is, is not a pneumonia vaccine. It's, a, as Chuck pointed out, a vaccine against bacteria specifically that can cause pneumonia. But whatever it is, those are my, my three. Flu, the pneumonia thing, and... Uh, I got a few friends that have gotten uh, shingles in their like <laughs> not old age time. So uh, I'm going to be looking for those three here in the next couple of days. Brianna, if you can throw in, I'd love to hear what you think about that reply or rather that uh, piece of information I just read from NPR talking about people like yourself who don't want to get the, the, the flu vaccine and how, how you're wrong, to, to, to be honest. Let me jump back over here to Discord in the general chat room. Chuck has posted uh, quite a treasure trove of different articles here. Let's look at this Reuters. Ooh, good job, Chuck. You know I love Reuters. That's one of my favorite uh, news resources. look at this article from Reuters. If you're watching over on YouTube or twitch.tv slash news debate or twitter.com slash news debate, I want to make sure you can follow along. So I'm going to go ahead 
and post this here. You should be able to see what I'm doing. I'm adding an iframe. So it allows you to embed an article. Yeah, there it is. And then you can go to town with it. Can resize it so it doesn't take up too much real estate. This is great. I love this. This is why I'm really excited about this new visual, but it does take some getting used to. So from Reuters, and this is post, uh, posted in my Discord server as well, courtesy as Chuck MC Funk. Appreciate you. Go to Discord. Uh, rather, join my Discord by going to bit.ly slash newsdebate, bit.ly slash N-E-W-Z debate from Reuters. Moderna is working on a combination COVID-19 vaccine booster and flu shot. Said recently, it's developing that single vaccine that combines a booster dose with an experimental flu shot. So I guess not even the normal flu shot. Let's read more about this. The company hopes to eventually add vaccines it is working on for respiratory uh, syncytial virus, RSV, and other respiratory diseases as an annual shot. Quote, we believe this is a very large opportunity that is ahead of us. If we could bring to market a high-efficacy pan-respiratory annual booster, <laughs> like the pan-respiratory label, we believe Moderna could be first to market in this important new opportunity. It sounds like everything is going Moderna's way. As Chuck correctly pointed out, it was always Pfizer talk for such a long time, but they're finding that Moderna does a little better or a lot better. Um, Pfizer's still good, and Johnson & Johnson's still good-ish, um, but apparently Moderna is doing much better as we get into the variants, um, where beforehand it was always Pfizer was, was the number one. The company is conducting clinical trials for the vaccine in older adult, uh, adults. Moderna and Pfizer and German vaccine partner BioNTech are already expected to reap billions of dollars from COVID-19 booster shots. Adding influenza and other diseases could further boost those profits. Moderna shares were up more than 6% on Thursday. Oh, Moderna has also provided updates on its ongoing trial testing for COVID-19 vaccination in children aged 6 months to 11 years old. Yeah, I think we might have probably Pfizer first. My guess is maybe by the end of this year, you might be able to get a Pfizer vaccine if you're two years or even maybe younger. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a good article. Appreciate you, Chuck. Uh, this is this is not new. I mean, I know the mRNA vaccines are new, but um, you know we've all gotten an MMR. Everybody who's listening right now, at least in probably the developed world, certainly the United States, has gotten the MMR vaccine at some time. Depending on when you were born, you've had two shots of it. If you're if you're older, maybe just the one. I think in the '80s they started making people get two. One when you're young and one when you're just, you know, the college age or whatever. And so that's measles, mumps, and rubella. That used to be three shots. Now it's one shot. 
So while we often think about, you know, getting this shot for flu or this shot for COVID or this shot for whatever, they do have combination vaccines. MMR is a good example. There's also a combo vaccine, I think, for hepatitis A and hepatitis B. They just give you both or whatever it might be. I think there's a combo vaccine for hepatitis that I got one time. Um, whatever the situation might be, there's no reason why we should not be happy about this. This should be our reaction. If you look at this science, even though the flu vaccine is not as good as Pfizer, Moderna, or even J&J when it comes to you know general COVID-19 protection, uh, having all of this stuff in more than one is a great idea. Uh, it looks like... Oh, no. Let me check this here. Uh, Looks like, oh, there it is. We're all back. Okay, everything's good. Looks like something was frozen, but maybe it's not. It's News a Bit. I'm Lee coming at you live all over the place. It's been fun. Got a lot of voices on today's show. Um, Might go ahead and call it a night. I think we've done a lot of justice to the flu vaccine to discussion of the COVID vaccine and then also some of the other areas that we've gone into with the help of Chuck and Acasia. Why don't I go ahead and do this? Why don't I uh, give, a little, give a little beat in the background here? I'm going to go around and I'd love to get final comments from everybody. Let's start with uh, my Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash news debate, patreon.com slash n-e-w-z debate we haven't heard from chuck for a while let's go over to chuck on clubhouse who's still joining us give you a second to unmute yeah chuck final thoughts maybe before we uh, end the show yeah so uh, i'll be getting my uh, my b-day flu shot um <laughs> that's right yeah, yeah. i think uh i my my reasoning is really kind of what the cdc had said um with uh you know the healthcare system is pretty heavily taxed as it is right now and you know um i want to make sure i do my part to not burden the system so now you have a young son and i didn't realize that um the flu shot could be given to infants as young as six months so covid right now is 12 years um so i think your son's too young for that but that might change before the end of the year at least for one of the shots um, is your son getting the flu vaccine before COVID or is he getting it now? Um, so he got the flu vaccine last year um, and uh, he, he's gotten it um, most years, I think. And uh, you know, he'll be getting it again this year. Um, he'll probably get the flu vaccine first because we can do that now. Um, yeah, we can just go to the local CVS, you know, and uh, you know, we don't have to make an appointment with the doctor. We can just go to CVS and say, then. Yeah, get a flu shot for me and one for my son. They're like, okay, you know, and we can do it right then. Um, and, uh, you know, then uh, as soon as he can get a, a COVID vaccine, um, yeah, like he's he's excited to get the COVID vaccine. He wants to get it, you know, because, you know, he's he, he understands what's happening, you know, and, um, you know, and he wants to make sure that he's protected and can't spread it to people. So, man, father of the year chuckles over there. Um, just real quickly on the topic of, of your son and, and children, is your son in a school that has a position on masks one way or the other? Oh yeah. Um, the, uh, uh everybody wears masks, um, and, uh, nobody cares. It's fine. 
<laughs> so, but I mean, um, is it, that is that just the, the choice of reasonable parents and their reasonable children, or is that the school saying this is what has to be? Um, the well, it's the um, so the the school generally takes the schools here take their their uh, pol- their kind of health policy guidance from the state. You know, um, the uh, I don't know if they've the state has mandated it. Um, I think they probably have, but I think regardless, the school, uh, the school pushed it down and, uh, very few people complained. I think there was a few people that complained, but, um, we, um, conveniently we actually have on the, uh, on like the, the parent, uh, the parent board for, um, the school policy. Um, she is somebody who is a, um, a public health policy researcher at a local university. So, um, yeah, great person to have on that team. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm glad because the thing is, I don't know specifically about that field that you just mentioned, but like, you know, there's so many nurses now that are willing to get fired and like harass people outside of hospitals because they're protesting because they don't want to lose their jobs because they don't want to get vaccinated. I'm glad that other healthcare professionals apparently still do believe in science. So yeah, that sounds great. Father of the year. I know we got dad to the bone listening, but dad to the bone, I think chuckles might give you a run for your money. So Chuck, as always great to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Kasia mentioned that uh, she has to run and she might actually go and try to get some Moderna stock, which was really funny. But Kasia, you are connected right now on CastBox, so I'll throw up my little beat here. Any uh, final thoughts from Kasia down under? Otherwise, we'll we'll jump over to somebody else. No hard feelings either way, Kasia. All right, swing and a miss. Thank you, Kasia, for uh, your uh, your participation in the show previously, and as always, great to hear from. Uh, not only from someone like Chuck, who's a friend and a supporter of mine, um, and I would say the same thing about Kasia, but it's always just a little more exciting, to be honest, to hear from Kasia because she lives in New Zealand, and it's just like this window into like this weird Oz where COVID-19 exists, but like kind of doesn't exist, and then you know they have national health care and all this other stuff, so always great to hear from Kasia. All right, let's throw things over to Dad to the Bone. You're listening over on Discord right now. You can access my Discord server by going to bit.ly slash news debate. Dad the Bone works overnight, works in security, and he's also out there looking for the a-hole who stole his uh, catalytic converter overnight. Let's actually, I think we have a microphone. Yeah, this is Dad to the Bone right now. (laughs) Looks like he caught up with the dudes who stole his catalytic converter. If you follow him over on Instagram, uh, it's probably Dad the Bone. I, I, I follow him. I can't remember his name posted a picture some a-hole sawed it off you know it was, it was like in a parking garage or something even and someone did it so dad the bone i'll give you the same benefit here I, I you might be out you know killing somebody who stole your car part or doing your job as you work overnight dad the bone any final comments and as it looks like that's also a swing and a miss we'll go to brianna who uh, gave me a lot of awesome info at the beginning of the show and has been listening since then but may not be able to call in right now. Brianna, do you have any comments? All right. And then finally, we just got Von Dodd. I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce that. Has just called in via cast box. This might be the last person we hear from. Von Dodd, how you doing? All right. Well, I think I just struck out. Mm-hmm. 
All right, well, that's going to do it. It's news debate. Good to have everybody on the show, at least when it worked out. This is the problem with doing a live show. Is that you're like, <laughs> go to Kasia, go to Brianna, go to Dad of the Bone. But yes, uh, we heard from all of those people, in theory, uh, earlier in the show. So this is uh, the final thing to wrap up. Appreciate everybody. Go to bit.ly slash news debate. You can listen to this show probably within 10 minutes of the show ending. I'll have it up on the podcast, which is available in Spotify apple podcasts and also google podcasts and anywhere else you get your podcasts you can also go to bit.ly slash news debate and have a link to my youtube channel twitch.tv channel uh you can even watch the show on my twitter account all that stuff's up there if you want to watch the video and uh yeah support me over on patreon.com slash news debate message me on instagram.com slash news debate and over on uh, discord big thanks to everybody take care Hope you can join me around this time tomorrow, probably eh, maybe 20 hours from now, I'll do a show again. That's News Debate, everybody. Get your flu shots, get your COVID-19 vaccines, wear a goddamn mask. Take care, guys. Until next time.